This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe any place you get podcasts, iTunes, a podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find me live five days a week on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And if you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com where there's a link to listen to me live from anywhere in the country, maybe the world, I don't know. And you can also find archived podcasts and blog posts and information about my books and other things at HeidiHarris.com. You know, a lot of people have asked about what the biggest national security threat is. Some people have opined that it's this or it's that. It's China. It's Russia. Uh, We don't know what it's going to be, right? Retired Admiral William McRaven, you may have heard about him. He gave a commencement speech a couple of years ago in Austin, Texas, that was unbelievable. And he talked about making your bed and how everything in life starts with making your bed. It was really amazing. And they actually made a book out of it. So I highly recommend the book. Anyway, he was recently asked, by the way, he's a former U.S. Navy SEAL commander and head of the U.S. Special Operations Command. He's an amazing guy. He was asked which national security threat keeps him up nights the most. And you know what he said? He said K-12 education. That's what he said. Now, when you think about what's happening now in the country and how many kids aren't even going to get to go to school this year, maybe next year, we don't really know. That's a great point that he made. I actually saw somebody on Twitter who emailed me or sent me a message on Twitter or something, and he said that he knows of a woman who's a teacher in another state who's just given up teaching. She said, that's it. I've got about five or six kids I'm going to teach. Their parents are all going to chip in and pay me a full-time salary, and that's what I'm going to do. You know, back you know, throughout history, before we had public education, people of means always had private folks teach their kids if they could afford it. You know, they'd have tutors, governesses, whatever, teaching them the Latin and the various things. I mean, this is not anything new. And then there were one-room schoolhouses and things like that. If I were a teacher, I think that'd be a great idea. You get, you know, five or six or even ten parents to chip in, you know, I don't know, 500 bucks a month or whatever it is, and the kid gets a good education. And you know the kid's going to behave because the teacher's not going to tolerate nonsense, and then the teacher's able to actually teach the kids. I think it's brilliant, and I don't know what the legalities are, but I think it's a great idea. Anyway, Admiral Rick. McRaven says, when I was a chancellor, I would have a lot of town hall meetings or meetings with our alumni, and that question always came up, talking about, you know, the uh, biggest threat to national security. And they would always ask, what's your number one national security issue? And I always said, K through 12 education. It's so important. He said, I, it was because I recognize that unless we're giving opportunity and a quality education to the young men and women in the United States... We won't have the right people to be able to make the right decisions about our national security. They won't have an understanding of different cultures. They won't have an understanding of different ideas. They won't be critical thinkers. That's exactly right. Nowadays, you've got kids in school who are taught by, for the most part, teachers who are liberal, and even the ones who aren't liberal are silenced. I actually have a friend who works in the school district in Las Vegas, and she is not even a teacher. She doesn't even work at a teaching capacity where she would have to pass an opinion about anything onto the kids. But she actually had a member of the school uh, faculty give her a hard time when she posted something that was Christian-related on her Facebook page. And this member of the faculty, who was in a supervisory position over my friend, said, well, you know, the Bible, it, it doesn't mean anything because it was written by a bunch of white men. White men in the Middle East? Okay. But then she said... At the same time, she said, but, you know, the Bible, it it agrees with this certain kind of lifestyle. Well, which is it, lady? Either the Bible means nothing because a bunch of white people wrote it, or the Bible is okay with certain lifestyles. If the Bible was written by a bunch of white guys and you don't think it means anything, throw it out. 
But the school districts are full of people like that who want to have, you know, dragged queen story hour and teach six-year-old kids that they can be boys or girls or marry boys or girls regardless of what sex they are. This is the crap that's being taught. Feel guilty if you're a white person. We did all these terrible things to the Indians. Black Lives Matter. All of this stuff. That's what they want to teach kids. Now, there should be, obviously, teaching about races and not being a racist. And slavery should be something that's discussed. But when you're talking about, you know, Black History Month, there should be a lot of things taught. A lot of heroes should be discussed from the black community. Incredible. Like Frederick Douglass. How many 10-year-old kids who are black even know about Frederick Douglass? They should know about people like him. They know about Kanye West, but do they know about Frederick Douglass? There's some incredible heroes out there, incredible black heroes, business people and pioneers they should hear about. They don't hear about that. And white people are just told, feel guilty, feel guilty because you killed the Indians. Really? They killed each other before we got here. <laughs> How do you think they got all that land? Oh, they were peaceful? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. And then when they ran out of women, they just go, you know, stealing from another tribe. Stop it. Human beings are human beings, and my people had it pretty rough in 1066. I'm just telling you, everybody's a conqueror people. Have you ever watched any documentaries about Russia? Boy, is that fascinating. That whole part of the world, constantly conquered by somebody. I don't know whether it's Genghis Khan or somebody else. Everybody's always conquering them. It's amazing. No wonder they're so cranky over there. But this is the way the world is. But kids nowadays are taught all kinds of guilt. They can't spell the environment, can't spell environment at all, and yet they feel guilty about the environment. They can't spell transgender, but they're okay with the boy wearing a dress to school the next day. Now, kids should be taught not to make fun of other kids. Uh, bullying shouldn't be allowed, whether you're a fat kid, skinny kid, kids who climb the rocks, whatever it may be, you wear a dress. Nobody should be making fun of kids. But the idea that a six-year-old boy should wear a dress to school and they should be affirmed. I mean, this is the craziness that goes on with the education system now. Kids can't spell. I don't know if kids doing cursive is a big deal. Some people think it is. Okay. Apparently, they can't do that. They can't write very well. They can't read very well. That's a big problem. And now with the school district situation now where teachers don't want to go back to class because they're scared they're going to get something. So they're doing distance learning. You can't even get your kid to stay in his or her chair throughout an entire classroom when you've got 15 or 20 kids in a class. And by the way, it's, I'm stunned when I go to schools now as a speaker or career day or whatever. I'm stunned at how small the classroom sizes are. When I was a kid, we had like 35 kids in our classes. And we all learned somehow with one teacher somehow keeping order. So things are obviously changing, and it's never about the kids. The teachers' union has proven that it's never about the kids. I'm scared I'm going to get something. I'm scared the kids are going to bring something home to somebody. Okay. Once again, if that's your fear, then maybe you should change occupations. But the fact is, if you've got kids who can't read, can't write, Condoleezza Rice had called educational choice the civil rights issue of our time. How many parents want to be able to get their kids into a better school and they can't? The school district constantly reminds us that in the teachers' unions that it's never about the kids. If it were about the kids, you'd let the parents take their kids anywhere they want to. I was looking up some information about Wyoming the other day. Apparently in the state of Wyoming, now it's a small state, I get that, or smaller as far as population. You can put your kid in any school you want to. In Casper, Wyoming, I guess the whole state's like that, I'm assuming. You can put your kid anywhere you want to. That's what ought to happen in Vegas. We have the fifth largest school district. You ought to be able to take your kid to any school your kid wants to go to. Now, of course, it'll be on you to get your kid there, and I know that that, once again, doesn't help the, the kids stuck in bad neighborhoods with bad schools. I understand that. 
But at least give those parents some choice. Give them back their tax money. Let them choose if they want to homeschool or or all get together four or five people in the neighborhood and take that tax money and, and pay for a private teacher to teach four or five of their kids. I don't know. Let parents have more choice because what we do see is that the kids aren't learning in the schools. They're not learning the things they need to know. They're not learning any pride in America. Are we perfect? Heck no. But we are a beacon of light, and people all over the world are still beating down our doors to get here. So I guess the teachers' unions and a lot of these liberal teachers maybe don't understand how great America is when the rest of the world still does. They want to get here. They see us as a land of opportunity, a place where you can actually make something of your life no matter where you came from. And kids go to school and they're embarrassed that they're Americans. Don't wear a flag shirt. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't be patriotic. Don't sing Christmas carols in school. I mean, I sang Christmas carols in school. I wasn't a Christian until I was 21. But Admiral McRaven is exactly right. The educational system is a mess. And that is a huge issue. And if a child's not, you know, ninth, 10th grade, there are things you'll just, they'll never know. They're not going to catch up. I'm still trying to catch up for my public education. I mean, I've been a huge reader all my life. There are so many books, so many things I was not exposed to as a kid in public education that I learned later on as an adult only because I'm a voracious reader. Otherwise, I wouldn't know so many things you can't imagine that I have to apply to talk radio. I would never have known these things if I hadn't been reading and reading and reading constantly for years before I got into talk radio. And I'm not saying I'm, you know, Miss Genius. I'm making the point that a lot of these things I should have learned in school and I didn't. Unfortunately, that's how the situation is for a lot of people. So Admiral McRaven, when he says the K-12 education is his biggest concern, he's exactly right. And by the way, pick up his book. I get no money for telling you that. It's called Make Your Bed. It's a little tiny book that they made a book out of a speech that he gave at the University of Austin, and it was, uh, I guess it was University of Tex Texas, Austin. Yeah, it was an amazing speech, and it's an amazing book, and he's an incredible person. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to check out HeidiHarris.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Heidi Harris Show. HeidiHarris.com has my blog posts, podcasts, archives, all that kind of stuff there at HeidiHarris.com. And uh, if you want to listen to the show live that I do five days a week, there's a link there. It's on AM670 KMZQ, but there's a link right at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott. Ball.